620 Live, that we may all speak boldly. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. You know, we can take a lot of comfort in the fact that God is victorious in the end of the day, or at the end of all of this, however you would like to say it, that, you know, we know the end of the book. We know who is victorious in the end, and no matter what Satan tries to throw at us or no matter what he tries to say no matter what he tries to do no matter any of that you know we know that God is going to be victorious in the end it was written before any of us was born it was known to be before the beginning of the world you know no matter what no matter what he tries and by he, here, I mean, you know, the devil, our enemy. No matter what he tries to say or do, we know that he's going to lose. And we can take comfort in that, that, you know, we see the death, the destruction, disease, you know, the whole pandemic. And if there's another one that happens, no matter any of that the end result is still going to be the same, that God is victorious. Take a look back at, you know, verse 13, and, and a lot of people want to think that when you, when you die, that's, that's bad, that's the end, that's, you know, whatever here, but whenever we die and we are believers that's just our earthly our flesh our human body that's dying because you know like i've said the last breath here is the first breath there the last blink here is the first blink there you know and i know i've said this saying before like when you close your eyes in death, where will you open your eyes in eternity? You know, either way, when you close your eyes in death here, you're going to open them in one of two places. There is no three. There is no four. There is no different levels of, you know, an, an afterlife. There's heaven. There's hell it's it's just that simple yeah and as unbelievers dying here on earth means living in hell with the demons and satan for all of eternity dying here on earth means living and you know when you are a believer 
dying here on earth means living with the living with Jesus and living with God for all of eternity. You know, and I think it's a good reminder that as believers, the the worst that can happen to us on earth, you know, and I'm not discounting torture and you know, imprisonment and, and things like that. But what I'm, you know, trying to remind us all of and, and me included is that all they can do is kill our flesh. All they can do is kill our earthly body. You know, and I've said this for a long time and, you know, I, I've heard other people say it as well. The, the one guarantee in life is that you're going to die. None of us are going to live forever, you know, in these human bodies. We're going to live forever in eternity, yes, I know. But these human, these earthly, these flesh bodies, they're not going to live forever. And we can be guaranteed that we're going to die. And I think it's very important that we you know, remember that and not to put things off because you don't know when these earthly bodies are going to die, when they're going to get, you know, give out. Um, as of this recording, I'm 39 years old and I've seen several of my classmates die. I, I've seen younger people than myself die. I myself, whenever I was a senior in high school, almost died at 17. You're not promised tomorrow. That's why it's so important not to put off salvation when, you know, God calls you to it. The, the thing is, the, the graveyard is full of dead people. You know, everybody that's buried there died to get there. And, you know, while I know that's, you know, a little funny way of, of saying it, you know, look at, look at a graveyard, say it's got a hundred, hundred graves in it. How many of those hundred people wish they had one more minute on earth, one more chance at salvation? You know, remember the man in hell that looked to, you know, heaven, you know, and was begging for a drop of water to you know, for it to touch his tongue. Remember that he begged that, you know, they go tell his, you know, family about, you know, the offer of salvation, that, that, that he, you know, could have the chance to tell them. And, you know, he, he was told that they have the prophets which means to me that, you know, we have the Bible, we have the word of Jesus, we have from Genesis to Revelation, you know, and some of us are saved, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how many people listening to this you know, are saved or you know, have been saved or will be saved, but the thing is, and I'm trying to figure out how how to say this 
the thing is that uh, a lot of people will wish they had one more chance. You know, a lot of people, even with all of this, and I'm not putting this podcast up there with, you know, any of the, you know, people such as Dr., you know, Billy Graham or Dr. Charles Stanley or, you know, any of those, but I do preach, well, I'm, I'm you know, saying that I'm, I'm preaching the word, I'm, you're not a pastor of a church or anything like that. But what I am saying is that I, I do talk about salvation and how important that it is. You know, and there's several religious podcasts out there. There's several podcasts that preach the salvation. You know, how many people hear it and ignore it? How many people don't get a chance to hear it? You know, that's what we're called to do is to to spread the word and there's no you know back to the whole dying there's there's no question that we're going to die but the big question and the ultimate question is where are you going to spend eternity when it does happen Uh, believers uh, let me let me do this here Unbelievers, whenever they are spending eternity in in hell with, you know, Satan and other demons, their eternity is going to be filled with torment and torture and pain and suffering and, you know, any other word or description that you can think of to be miserable. But a believer is whenever they're spending eternity, it's going to be like, it's going to be rest from the, from, from our labors and from our struggles from the world. You know, and, and we can look around, we can watch the news, depending on, you know, which one you prefer listening to it. You know, you can tell that there's bad stuff going on. There's, a lot of evil stuff. There's a lot of wicked in the world. And as a Christian, as a believer, it's it's not easy to live in a world like this. Where you're constantly judged, where you're constantly mocked, you know, where you're poked at, you're made fun of, you're judged for your beliefs by people who say there should be no judging. <laughs> You know, which I've always found ironic. But, you know, we can also take comfort in the fact that we know Jesus because Jesus has overcome the world. The believers in heaven will no longer be tempted by Satan. They will be no more suffering once we get to heaven. These bodies that hurt because they have arthritis or because you suffer from chronic migraines or, you know, whatever health condition it is that you have, there'll be no more of that whenever we get to heaven. You know, there'll be no more sin in heaven. You know, and like I said, no more temptation. There'll be there'll be no more persecution whenever we get to heaven. You know, and 
and for all of us who, you know, are living, and that would be everybody listening to this podcast, you know, living, living in a world where all of that goes on constantly, you know, is, is badgering. It's to the point of, of being painful. You know, it's, it makes us weary. It makes us tired. It makes us, you know, it, it's a struggle sometimes just to keep going. You know, it's, it's not easy living in this world. You know, despite, you know, all of the technology, all the advances in technology and medicine and all of this and all of that, it's not easy to be a believer in Christ in this world. You know, and while this world and everything and all the judgments and, and all of that beats a Christian down, basically, it, you know, and it wears them down. But we can take comfort in the fact that Jesus' hands, his strength, his love, his grace, his mercy, and all of that lifts us up. And to know that whenever we're done with it, whenever we're done with this world, this world is done with us, however you want to look at that, we get to rest. You know, Matthew eleven twenty eight tells us, Come unto me all ye who are weary, and that labor and are weary, and I will give you rest. And, you know, that's, that's so true. Um, Matthew, in Matthew eleven twenty five through 27, Jesus told the people there that he was the only one that knew God the Father. Now, we know God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But Jesus also said that he was the only one that was able to reveal God the Father to them. And Jesus is telling them here in Matthew eleven twenty eight that if they're struggling, if they're tired, if they're weary, which, you know, a lot of us don't sleep well. You know, we want to talk about the pandemic of, of COVID. Or, you know, we want to talk about the flu pandemic. You know, what about the tired? What about the weary? What about the the unable to rest pandemic? You know, that's been going on a lot longer than COVID or any of the other. You know, what about the persecution of the Christian faith pandemic? You know, we don't we don't hear about that. You know. But Jesus is telling the people here that if, if they're struggling and, if, and, and tired, that they can come to him. That he will give them rest. The, the Jewish people of the time were struggling to know God the Father. And Jesus tells them that he is the way to God the Father. They have a lot of 
a lot of difficulties in in hopes of knowing God the Father and Jesus is basically, you know, saying you know, it's like I can picture him saying, Hey, look at me, you know, like here I, hey, 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 here I am, you know. Because he is the way, the truth. And a lot of times people don't want to see what is right in front of them. They won't they see what they believe that they see. You know, Jesus tells them that he can show them God the Father. And, you know, many of them chose not to believe that they, you know, often like we do, think that we know the best. You know, they thought they knew better, you know, just, just like we do a lot of times. You know, and the rest that's mentioned here, like, you know, not the rest of the verses or anything like that, but what I mean is like um, resting like at the end of the day, you know, to put the struggle down. That That's what the rest is here is them actually putting the struggle down because Jesus can show them and he shows us God the Father. I'd like to take this time to invite you to Sparks First Baptist Church in Sparks, Georgia. Sunday services begin at 9.30 a.m. with Sunday School, followed by morning worship service at 10.30 a.m., and evening service starts at 6 p.m. Wednesday services start at 7 p.m., and you can find these services if you're unable to attend on the Sparks First Baptist Church Facebook page. We would love to have you join us. Now a lot of people will think that works can get you into heaven, that they can donate to this charity or that charity, but that's just simply not true. I mean, while it's a good thing that you do that, that you donate to this charity, help this person out, help this, you know, organization out, while it's good, it is not going to get you into heaven. And just as, you know, we've heard the saying that, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, hell is going to be filled with a lot of good people. Being good does not get you into heaven despite what you know you will hear people say. However, the difference is here that a Christian or a believer that has Jesus, you know, in them that have, that are filled with the Holy Spirit will produce good works. And they are evidence of our salvation. You know, someone who is saved will want to do for other people, will want to help other people out, will want to do this, they will, you know, want to do that. And the the works that follow us are an evidence 
of us living, you know, in Jesus. And we all know what a a legend is. But you know, what are what are people going to say about you whenever you're no longer here? I mean, I know that you'll either be in, you know, let me change that. I hope and pray that you'll be in heaven with me and, you know, my loved ones that have gone before. But as we said earlier in the podcast, the one guarantee in life is that you're going to die. Either way, people are going to talk about you after your death. What do they say? Do they... Did they say that they were evil, that you were an evil person, and that they're glad that you're gone, that they're glad that, you know, you're not around anymore? I've heard people say that about, you know, other people, and it's it's honestly really sad that, you know, people thought that about someone else, you know, and I've also heard people say, oh, they were a good person, you know, that, you know, sad to see them go because they... They were a light. They were. They always had a smile on their face. They always, you know, had a good word to say about somebody. You know, and, and I've heard other people talk and say that you know, heaven gained an angel today. That so and so's up there worshiping and praising God and you know doing this and that. There's going to be things that are said after you're gone. Your works will go towards what people say about you. You know, people are going to miss you more times than not. And, you know, it's it's kind of important. You're not in a ego way important but it's kind of important what people do say because that leads credence to what kind of life you live what kind of influence you had on this world you know what what did you leave behind did you leave behind just a a body and you know generic terms of a description or did you leave behind a legacy that will go to the next generation and be passed on to the next generation? You know, look at the figures in the Bible. There's, you know, we're still talking about them today. You know, the evidence and the memory of the things that we leave behind will far outweigh whatever our body is, is put through. And the believers during the tribulation, as well as martyrs that, you know, have died for their beliefs in Jesus in 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 this age, uh, while it's not good that they suffer, they're suffering for Jesus, and but and they're they're happy in the fact that they're dying or. Because they know that whenever they die here, they're going to be there with God. And and more so the believers during the tribulation because they know that they're suffering 
is but for a short time. You know, and we don't know. We could have 20, 30, 40, 50 more years of suffering. But during the tribulation, these believers are going to know that the time is the seven years and less. You know, during the tribulation period. But believers and martyrs that, you know, lose their life now know that they're dying for the greater good. You know, and they'll know that the the peace of God and the peace of the church, the peace of and and the wrath of God is coming down. They'll know that they're getting the peace of God because they are comforted whenever they enter into heaven. And they will know that the wrath of God is coming upon those that are wicked and, you know, the world that is wicked and that God is taking that revenge that he has so long promised that he's going to take you know we can while the while the tribulation believers and tribulation saints take comfort in that during that time period we can also as christians take comfort in that now it's it's very comforting to know that we know that God's going to be victorious in the end. So as as your week progresses, as you know your days, you know go on. You know, no matter what happens, remember that God is in control. God's going to be victorious, and you have God, which means that God has you. God bless you. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. You know, it means a lot to me. I just ask that you please like, share, rate, review, and if you want to keep up with each and every one of the podcasts, be sure to subscribe as well. You can visit us on the web at www.620lifepodcast.com. Again, that's www620 L-I-F-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com.